0: Jewish Latin Princess, episode 104. Devorah Sisa, creator of Breakthrough
1: and Breakthrough Body. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women. And from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? welcome to jewish latin princess podcast and now jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at jewishlatinprincess.com your host yael you're listening to jewish latin princess
0: i'm yael trust your host Today, we have a friend of the show, Devorah Siso. Devorah was with us back in episode 11. So much has happened since. For one, Devorah has moved to Israel, to Eretz Israel. She's revamped her signature course, Breakthrough, which we had talked about back then. And she's also created a mini course based on the concepts in Breakthrough, but involving the Torah's views on physical health and our bodies. She's called it Breakthrough Body, a 14-day detox meant not just to clear toxins things clogging your body, but also to clear your mind, boost your energy and allow for more mental and spiritual transformations to occur. Sounds great to me. And when I heard about it, I said, you have to come tell my listeners. It's not the first time that I hear about people doing detoxes, which are not just physical, but ultimately help them spiritually as well. Devorah and I I explore this further and listen to the end because she has a great offer for you on this new program Breakthrough Body, which starts September eighth. We also talk about her move to Eretz Israel and she gives some words of wisdom for those contemplating the move. Interestingly, I asked Devora a question that I don't ask of all my guests, and I'm going to begin asking more often. But during our discussion on a joyful, richer Jewish life, she felt that I told her exactly what she needed to hear. Talk about things being divine providence. Here we go, ladies. Here's the lovely Devora Siso. <laughs> Eva welcome back to Jewish Latin Princess. How
2: are you? Wow, it's so great to be here. I am doing great. Thank God. I'm living in the Holy Land. you Hashem. Almost li- one year. You're living
0: in the Holy Land almost one year, which means that when you came to visit us last, which was many many months ago, I think you were episode eleven or something like that, and now we're up to episode 104. So it's been it's it's been a while. Uh-huh. So you've made aliyah since. Um, um, and in fact, it was in Israel that I got the chance to meet you in person, which was an amazing, amazing oh, experience. Yeah. We have to do it again, which means I yeah. have to, I have to go there. You should stay put. Yes, <laughs> I am not going to. you. <laughs> I know, it's me, it's me. The, the, the onus is on me. I got to make it there. Um, so why don't we start with that? Because I love, I know that some of my listeners would love to hear mm-hmm. about what it's been like to make the move to Israel. Granted, you're Israeli, so you don't have the cultural or the language barrier but if you were to give some advice to the ladies out there contemplating making Aliyah at some point, some practical advice, what
2: would you say? Wow. Okay. So it's a a hard question you're asking me because, you know, every person has really their own life dynamic situation um, and every person knows what's best for them. But I'll I'll speak for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, When I made the decision to come here, it was literally last year, um, about a year and a half ago. I was living in Miami Beach I had a great job I was living in Tower 41 I was running on the beach every morning my kids were (laughs) happy in school we had a gorgeous like view and and pool downstairs and it was wonderful and I remember just being so so hollow feeling so so empty on the inside like I had whatever I needed but I felt so empty I don't know how else to explain it Mm -hmm. and And it got, it got, it got the better of me. And I just felt like no matter what I did in America, no matter where I flew and where I spoke and where I lived, um, I was always comparing it to Israel. Oh, this place feels like it's like Israel or like, Oh, that place looks like, like Israel, you know, with the like couches outside. And like, I was always there in my head and I and I just decided um, that it's time even though it was like jumping into the arms self not mm-hmm. knowing if it was gonna split yeah <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and what are some what have been some of the things that you've are now appreciating now that you've been there one year into your journey so give us give us the positives that you've experienced like firsthand and maybe also shed some light on a few of the challenges because I'm sure that's something that is real with any any move Yes,
2: so first of all, I have to say that when you come here and you ha- and you already know in your head that Eretz nickname is Nick Space Serum like you know to live here you have to pay a price but like you're paying a price like going to a fancy restaurant you know like you're going to go to this like high end fancy restaurant that does not have a menu or prices you got to know that like you're going to end up paying a price for that experience but it's something that it's a decision that you need because you understand that it's like something that you want to do it's like mm-hmm. it's important to you and, um, and you understand the value in it so I think I think that when you come here you have to know that you are going to be faced with challenges but I don't feel like the challenges are um, that much greater than they are in the states I feel like they're, they're, they're different like for example I'll start with the fact that I came here looking as I do I'm pretty trendy I like to wear scarves on my sha I like wear big necklaces and I'm but but it's what's it's trend. And trying to get my kids into school was not a simple feat. I came in thinking that, like, you know, I'm Robinson, and and the guy and the principal is telling me, I'm sorry, you're not really set up for our school. <laughs> and and then speaking to a few moms, and they're like, Of course, you can't go for an interview like that. You have to put on your, like, awful shaitel, and you're this and you're that. And that, and you know what? In the beginning, I had such a repulse for that. And I was just like, No, this is wrong. And you know what? It's like a system that everyone just accepts and it's just the way it is. And it's like school uniform. Like yeah, you just have to like wear it. you can't like be like all annoyed about it all the time. You just have to like fit in and that's it. <laughs> okay. And and um and now I have a whole new understanding of it where a year ago I had no clue. And, like I have a whole new understanding where I respect it. And when you go to the school you have to look a certain way because that's the way the parent body looks and that's okay. And it's not an issue for me anymore. When you're when you're out of school, I used to feel like, oh, it's lying and it's not, but it's not. It's like there's a certain death. So I that's something that was that's that made a big impact on me this year.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I wasn't expecting that one. That's so interesting. So adjusting to those little nuanced cultural norms and um so did you find that you found your your place in the community that you're at uh so far? in terms of, well, you mentioned the school, but I'm sure there's also, you know, in terms of shul and community, you've already found a place that you guys feel comfortable? Sure,
2: sure. We, Bar Hashem, there's a really nice American community where I live. I live in mm-hmm. Um And there's a few shuls and there's a few different styles and there are lots of nice people. We've already met a lot of people here. So um, it, it's very nice, thank God. But in terms of like, just like being in Israel, I just have to say that it's like, I mean, my kids are, always like non-stop like wowed about the fact that we get to be here hmm. like, yeah. they're like you know we're so lucky we live in Eretz Israel we live in Eretz Israel like like w- I'm driving to a job interview and I pass like you know graves of like done the son of Yaakov and like like you just like the whole different reality the different experience of like
0: yeah yeah so what I hear is also there's a certain attitude. Right, an appreciation attitude that you ha- that that people have when they take that leap. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that anyone that makes the, the move here is not doing it from like a financial standpoint or a social standpoint. They're doing it really from an idealistic passion mm-hmm. for this land. Yeah, but they're just they're connected and they want they 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 can't fight it anymore. They have to. They'll figure it out when they get here you
0: know, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So talk to us about career because I have the sense that the move didn't stop you. In fact, it probably has propelled you. Um, I see that you're putting a lot out there when you were here back then, Breakthrough, which was your signature program was a series of audios. I think that has also evolved. So you've been doing a lot of things professionally, uh, in a very short amount of time, which is impressive. So give us the scoop
2: on how career-wise you've evolved. Wow, that was so nice. I'm like My heart just got so full when you said that. <laughs> Thank you. You know, when you're in, like, making and, and creating mode, then you always feel like, you know, I'm not doing enough. I should probably need to be doing more. Oh, and, yes. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, and when you hear someone sing, like, it's impressive. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'll tell you. So, I got here in August. It took me a few months to get settled in, and then something happened, january where i was just like i was on needles i was like i got to teach i have to teach and um i created breakthrough uh two which was a second part to the breakthrough one and that totally was like amazing and then i went on the tour to the states and i i did a bunch of speaking engagement there on breakthrough two um and when i came back to Israel, um i decided that that's it breakthrough one is like my life breakthrough one is like what changed my life what changed thousands of women's lives like it is like so it, it has to give, be given more value it can't just be like an audio so i um i joined forces with this uh television uh stu- um, i don't know what, network like a mm-hmm. jewish television network in as well and um i pitched to them and they got very excited and we put our heads together and our work together and Baruch Hashem breakthrough revamp is uh was born yesterday mm-hmm. and um and yes, and uh, and now we have breakthrough in a video format. With everything is very nicely structured, and the um, the syllabus and everything is there. And it's uh, it's a whole different level of a uh, of breakthrough. It's 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 uh, it's evolved. It's deeper. It's shorter, but it's like really really powerful. And I um, I love it. That's <laughs> That's
0: very exciting. That is so congratulations on that. And where can people find that
2: um, video program? So, would, since it just got fell into my lap yesterday, uh, we are working on a page on my website, um, which <gasps> is, uh, yeah, which is divorcepeaks.com. Um, it's probably going to be slash breakthrough, and it's all going to be there. All of it. Very, all
0: very cool. And in the meantime, I thank you also. I heard from a friend that she took, I was very, very excited and proud. She said she took breakthrough in person with you. So I know that you've been doing some also, you know, workshops in person with women, right? Yeah, so
2: we've been having um That's great. I've been having women, yeah, uh come to my house and we've been doing breakthroughs together, breakthrough one, breakthrough two. Um yeah, we're starting That's in new Shalim soon.
0: That is so exciting. So you're not stopping. <laughs> you're not slowing down we're just starting with friends. We're, just we're just getting just started starting. this is just the beginning this is just year one of and Eretz Israel when you were here last um, you talked to me about um, putting your physical health as a priority. Uh, And you mentioned that it happened to have been that we got together after Pesach, after Passover, and you had just started um, eating healthier, you incorporated juicing into your life. And you mentioned how um, you saw that this was something that is crucial to one's divine service also, because it's not just about taking care of our neshama, our soul and doing mitzvot and working on our mindset, but also, you know, taking care of your body, which is the house of the soul. And I think you've now evolved to also incorporating that with your spiritual teachings with breakthrough in some way. So talk to me a little bit about this journey, which I think started way back when with your own experience with healthier eating, and now you've evolved into even teaching it to others. So try uh, take take us a little bit back and uh, connect the dots for us.
2: Okay, sure. Good question. Thank you. Um, fine. So uh, truth is, it's about been like six years that I've become a lot more health conscious. I've learned a ton, a ton about uh, about health. It just it just interests me very, very much, and I've um, resolved to most of those years being vegan. Um, and during that time, I lost a lot of extra weight, and I my skin cleared up like amazing. And people would always ask me, "Are you on? Do you, you, do, you do Botox?" And I'm like, "No, I don't do Botox. I do apple cider vinegar." <laughs> um, and um, and, uh, and that's it and, and there were ups and downs because there were times where I just couldn't keep it up because I was going through things in my life and then, my, my, my life changed so much already that I was just eating that way anyway um, perhaps I wasn't juicing as much but I was like eating pretty, pretty well um, my kids were getting green juices in the morning and loving it hmm. so our life kind of like like took that turn and then um and then when i came to israel when i was living in miami i was doing a lot of that and i was running on the beach every morning for two hours and i was really really health conscious and when i moved you know how what happens when you move is a lot of things uh go down the drain and one of them was my exercise regimen and my eating and mm-hmm. uh, coming to israel is very difficult when you're trying to stay thin it's like everything is kosher almost everywhere and it's like amazing food everywhere <laughs> So, um, so I put on a little weight when I got here, and it was um, it was about three months ago when I decided that I have to start learning about it again. I have to get inspired about it again and I started learning about health and I started learning about it from a very Kabbalistic uh, perspective because that's both of those things really uh, interest me and what I learned like opened up my eyes so 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 much and I started doing it I started detoxing personally um, and the detoxing worked incredible I lost 10 pounds and it was easy and it was fun and I felt energized and clear-minded and all the fog that was there and all the being lethargic in the middle of the day was gone. Hmm. Uh, amazing amazing and, and I was full I was more full than I was when I wasn't doing it because now I have to sit down and eat this and now I have to uh, have all these fruits like you know jam them all into my body and all these nutrients flood my system like I have to take these probiotics and different things so things um, really turned around and once that happened, I decided
0: breakthrough body. Here we go. Oh, cool! So wait, before we even jump into br- the birth of uh, breakthrough body and, disc- and distilling it a little bit further, you mentioned that um, you had you made that connection with the kabbalistic principle. So what was it? What was it about Kabbalah that that helped um, filter this new um, um, way of approaching? B- your health and your eating habits. Okay.
2: Yeah, you have amazing questions. I have to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't call me the Jewish Oprah for nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, she's just getting started. Okay. So so okay. So here's the thing. So when I start I started learning about it because I knew so much about health already and I was a little bored by it. So I started learning about it from uh, my rav. His name is Rabbi Yuval Asharov. He's, he's here in our I learned most of my information, my Torah from him, Uh he's a a wellspring and he is also a, uh, a neutropath and a medical doctor. Hmm. Um, and he's, he's taught in all the big universities, um, around the world and in Israel. Um, and he's very, very knowledgeable and he's also uh, a big Rav and a Talmud Chacham. So, um, he had took one, I took his courses. And one of his courses is called Miel who is the doctor. And in that course, he brings in this whole concept of what Kabbalah has to say about our health, what Kabbalah has to say, what the Zohar has to say about the guf-nefesh goof, the connection, the body-soul connection. And then he brings us into this whole idea of how Chinese medicine is something that is written in Kabbalah, and he explains how when something in our body hurts, mm-hmm. then it's very it originates in the soul it originates in the nefesh right that there's something stuck energetically there's something stuck emotionally somewhere that's not being dealt with that's being pushed under the rug and therefore it's manifesting physically so people's shoulders get uh, frozen so people have you know arthritis so people have uh, stomach cramps people have skin issues mm-hmm. um so it's you know, uh, fibromyalgia has everything to do with that. It's a fancy way of saying we have no idea what's going on with you. Um, and so, basically, this course, what I have the way it's, the way I built it right now with everything that I learned from my rob, is that we're going to learn how when you open yourself up physically, when you start detoxing physically, and you you take uh, the the toxins that are lodged in our cells from the air that we breathe, from the radiation that's around us 24/7 with the internet connections, from the food that we eat, the microwave waves all the stuff that we're exposed to all the things that we ingest so we take these 14 days when we detox and what we're doing in this time is that we're just we're just flushing our bodies with a tremendous amount of nutrients. Staying away from sugar. Staying away from white flour. Staying away from things that block us physically, and what that does to us spiritually. Because any single time you move any in any direction in your life, whether it's a good direction or it's a a bad direction, you also shift your your energies. You shift your vibration, and what's coming to you either is opened up or is closed, depending on your actions down here, depending on what you're doing with your life, depending on what you're choosing to. Do to do today. So we're going to learn a lot about that in this course where we're going to understand how what we're doing physically, eating, drinking, taking these supplements, whatever, how that's opening up our chakras, if you like to call it, virtually. And what what we could do in that time to our mind, we can do some mind training, we can do some reevaluating, we can do a lot of work virtually and mentally during that time because we're open physically. Amazing. So this is a 14-day program? Yes it's a 14-day detox, and um, it comes in four phases, four stages. Every phase is three to four days. During that phase, you get a uh, shopping list. Before you start, you get your shopping list. Everything is prepared for you. And then there's a menu, and there's a menu for the first four days, and a menu for the next four days. And in addition to that menu, you also get um, a class about how you should how you can now direct yourself spiritually and mentally. And um, yeah,
0: very, very, very cool. So people learn that they get all of this online. And do they get um, to touch base with you? Is there some t- sort of like, are you know, like accountability, let's just call it? Or how do they know that? How do they get stay motivated and keep on track
2: so i am personally guiding every single detox group that i have uh. it's very very a- very important to me to guide everyone and uh, people have questions, people have issues, some people the first few days get constipated, some people the first few days are going to the bathroom like crazy like there's a lot of things that come up, so uh, there's a WhatsApp group and uh, the, um, the women, you know, ask their questions they interact with each other, show each other, they take pictures all over the place they're taking pictures of their lunches and their breakfasts and their weight, their weight is dropping so I just finished doing it with an, a group, my first group of uh, we had about 12 women Mm-hmm. Or ten women, and um, and they all lost weight, and they all felt amazing. Um, yeah. So very, very, very cool.
0: So we're going to give people the information where they can sign up for that and the and the pricing for that, because I think a lot of people might be interested in this, especially because it, it, it seems like it combines your, you know, working on your body, but, um but really also like the the teachings and the knowledge that you impart um from your breakthrough, your breakthrough teachings. So it bring, brings body and soul together in a sense,
2: right? Exactly exactly it gives you a lot of it gives you a lot of um at a- after the first few days, after the first three days, it's exactly the first three days. You all of a sudden get this burst of energy. Mm-hmm. You feel the kid. You feel the kid. You feel light on your feet. You feel clear-minded. You're like all the fog disappears. You're much sharper. Um, your your mood is stabilized. You have a stabilized mood. You're not up and down and up and down all day. Um, and it's really, really, really. Uh, it's like enlightening also because you're learning from like the, the Torah. You're learning mm-hmm. from the Zohar. You're learning the sources of. they telling you what's happening to you now that you're taking these steps in your actual physical health, what's so, happening to you spiritually? So yeah.
0: what happens after women do this physical detox, and, and like with this new diet and whatever, like, I, I, I'm guessing some people might shed a few pounds, but how do you stay? How is this sustainable? Like, um, you know, is it? Like what happens after?
2: So I'll tell you what it is. It's like this. It's like you know how every few months you feel like throwing things out and cleaning up and just like and you don't have to necessarily wait till pay stuff. But some people like every few months are just like I'm done, I'm getting rid of this, I'm getting rid of that. Uh, I know
0: exactly what you mean, because I'm all very big on this.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So that's exactly what a detox is. A detox is not a diet. It's not a diet. A detox Uh is, okay, let me let me unburden my body a little bit. Okay. I've been eating and eating and eating things that are like full of preservatives and chemicals Mm. and things that are just like like, hormones and you know there's like a lot of stuff stuck in our bodies and and the hospitals are not full of people for no reason because Mm. you know a lot of it, it has to do with what people put into their bodies and the poisons that are really in a lot of the stuff that's out there Mm-hmm. so doing a detox is stopping every few months and saying that's it i'm, I'm doing bed diet. i'm cleaning out the insides of my organs i'm helping my body stay more uh, uh centered more alive I'm, I'm i'm clearing out my organs that's exactly what we're doing we're we're detoxification that's the idea mm-hmm. and what happens during that time is that we purge basically we purge and a lot of things come up, people, uh, people, some people sweat a lot, some people are in the bathroom a lot, some people are, you know, there's like different reactions to it based on what poisons they're in, that are in their bodies that are now leaving their bodies. So... Um, after this detox it's like it's like a jump start it's like a real jump start and then you after you you're doing this program for about 14 days then naturally you go back into your life and you're making better choices Mm -hmm. and then and then you can decide on a a nice diet that fits your daily needs that's not too intense that's like something that you can keep to and that's like your lifestyle Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm very very cool it's funny that you're into this um, because I was just having this conversation with somebody else who's been on my show before and she was telling me that she also started, um, this detox and she gained clarity of mind and she just feels so much better. It happens to be that then as a result, she started eating healthier and moving a lot more and she has lost a lot of weight. So she didn't really start from, you know, wanting to lose weight, although she needed to lose weight, she told me. And it's just, uh, it's really been transforming for her just to start paying more attention to what, wh- what her habits were. And she comes from a Torah perspective. So it's funny that, uh, it's funny that. Uh, you're coming um, to it from that perspective as well. I think totally,
2: totally. I have to say, I have to say that something. I think that something fell apart somewhere along the lines of Gulas, where uh, by us, where we we separated between uh, body and soul. Where mm. there's the in within the Orthodox community, there's so much focus on soul, which is awesome, but. You know, according to Torah, like Rabbi Nachman says, like you gotta do tshuva on your body before you do tshuva on your soul. You gotta you, you gotta fix the body before you fix the soul. The body is the vessel for your life, for how the quality of your life. If you're not well, if you're not, if a person, God forbid, is not well, then they they have no patience. They have anger issues. They fall into depression much even more easily. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their their everything. Their life is upside down. And the whole idea of Judaism is to to live your Life and live your mission here and make a dent on this world and like really bring light into this world and like you know live your, your mission because no one else can live what you were meant to, to live in this world and what you were sent here to do. Mm-hmm. And if we're and if we're you know like keeping Shabbos, but trashing our body with like things that are just like mommish, some of the things that we eat are garbage, garbage, and like you know, like hurting it's us, terrible, yeah, hurting us. And like it's not, it's 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 not, it's a nevera, it's not, it's <laughs> you have to really, really be on top of that part of your life you know
0: yeah 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 very very cool devora can you give us an example of you've been now through breakthrough body with a number of women um i'm curious to hear if you've probably noted a few cases or more of people who really experienced like within those 14 days a real change um not just because they felt physically better but as you mentioned before just things come up emotionally and mentally their heads are clearer and then they can absorb a a lot more of the teachings of Breakthrough, anything, any radical changes that you can give us, um, shed some light on so that we can get a sense of what could go on for for people who take the course? Sure, sure. Okay,
2: so, um, Baruch Hashem, we had a few women that were very skeptical in the beginning. There's a lot of um, question Uh marks for women Uh that are not really so familiar with uh, detoxing. And I actually talked two women into doing it because they had a lot of questions and they weren't certain. I talked them into doing it for a few reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons was that one of them uh, didn't get her period for a number of months. Mm-hmm. And it was really concerned. She didn't know what, what was wrong. She went, she took a blood test, everything came back okay. Um, and she felt fine. And she didn't know what was wrong. Now, when you're in the uh, world of health, then you know that, you know, certain illnesses, God forbid, they come about after a few months of your body not behaving the way you normally expect it to. Like some people, let's say go to the bathroom every single day. Mm-hmm. And then all and they'll go to the bathroom twice a day. So these nuances are very important to pay attention to because at this point in the game, we should be sort of familiar with our bodies. Like you know how we, what foods are good for us, what are not good for us, what make us feel super lethargic and tired, headachy. What foods make us feel um, great, energized? Like most of us know at this point um, where we're where we're holding with that. So if anything, everything, anything is different all of a sudden, like this woman that stopped getting her period, um, then. It's it's something that you need to pay attention to. These things are important, even if we're feeling fine. So I uh, I talked to her into doing it, and she did it. And after seven days of doing the program, she texted me. She's like, I got my period. Thank you so much. I can't wow. believe it and basically what happened to her was that she um this is from my standpoint and we didn't, didn't discuss it with her you know she didn't tell me what happened with her because she didn't know herself but what happens in the detox process is that um, we eliminate anything that's any toxins any toxicity and when we eliminate toxicity we allow our body to just heal itself and when it heals itself then it goes back into like an equilibrium kind of state so if something is blocking it or if something is not you know, not something is not working and is hindering our 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 normal mechanical uses, whatever our body function. It's hindering it, then the body will let us know. So what happened to her is she removed something that she was eating, mm-hmm. drinking. She removed it from her diet and things went back to normal. So that was great. And if she would have not done the detox, <coughs> continued on her path, it would have manifested in other things with other in other ways. God forbid. Right. Wow. So that's Baruch Hashem. Another story is of a woman that was constantly constipated and she said that she's been constipated like basically as long as she knows herself. Aye. Um, yeah and it's like something that she's, she's like living with and she's always bloated and she's always not like feeling like settled in her stomach and she started doing the detox and three days into the detox she told me that um, she's still feeling the same. She's wondering maybe it's because of this or maybe it's because of that. I advised her to keep going and also about halfway through the detox um, she also sent me a message, like, very excited with a lot of exc- exclamation marks, um, that she hasn't felt this way in years. She actually feels like her tummy's flat. She's going to the bathroom. Um, and, and it's amazing. Baruch Hashem. So. Wow. Wow, these are
0: incredible examples. Now, when these women, we talked a little bit before about this, when when the when we're experiencing the 14 day program, we're also doing some of the work that you coined in your signature course breakthrough. And so they are also doing like a spiritual and mental detox as well, learning some of your Torah concepts that you so aptly teach women. Can you give us a few examples of those ideas that that people walk away with that also help them clear um, their mind and engage spiritually and connect to Torah in a way? Sure.
2: So I'll tell you, it's less, listen, it's less connecting to Torah, the way we would experience connecting to Torah, like going to a class and hearing mm-hmm. a sheer, mm-hmm. this, this specific um, path, this specific uh, program that I created is something that I did that worked for me very, very much, which is, and I based it all on all of the teachings that I've, that I've taught, that I've learned, my classes that I've been to, the research that I've done, and you know, when you know certain things, certain spiritual practices, principles, and you put them into the practice, you really see how things change. It's not a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when when Chazal tell us to give tzedakah because it saves from death, right? then there's actually something in the giving of the few dollars coins to Tzedakah, then that exchange of energy that actually lifts from the person that's giving uh, some kind of a din that's on them. Right. Right. So there's, all these like paulos that are spiritual, these actions that are spiritual, that when we do them, they move us. They move us. We're going down a certain energetic field in a certain path. And when we do certain actions, say certain prayers, um, are in the mode of giving, chesed, whatever it is, it moves us onto a different lane on the highway. So what happens throughout the detox is that when, you know, Chazal say, and actually says in Zohar and also it's brought down by chazal, that when a person moves themselves physically, like Rabbi Nachman writes, you have to do chuvah on your body before you do chuvah on your neshama. So, what that means is that it's not just to keep your body healthy so you can do mitzvahs. It's way more than that. It's much mm. more. There's such a body mind slow connection. It's so one that when a person is able to take themselves out of their comfort zone for two weeks, right, and create a different, break their habits and move into a different like, uh, um, way of thinking and action, that moves them spiritually very, very much. Just like if you were to give tzedakah, that moves you onto a different lane on the highway. So when I take that opportunity, I take the opportunity while everyone's detoxing, while everyone's removing toxins from their bodies, to also now go into the practical techniques and tools, strategy of how to move yourself energetically. What happens when you move yourself energetically is that you then start to connect to people and things that are on that energy level. That that's where they are spiritually and emotionally. You're no longer connecting to you know a certain type of person or you know a certain experience that you're having over and over and over again in your life. Mm-hmm. You're already channeling. You're already vibrating on a different level. And um, I have to tell you from experience, it's mamish. Like if if I wouldn't have seen this inside, I would think it's spooky because <laughs> it really is. It really does work. We're in a world in this world, Olam HaSia, where everything here has to do with action. Correct. And sometimes we get very, very confused between which actions we need to take, what are the real ones and what are the ones that are, you know, just kind of keeping us in place, even though we're we're putting so much effort and energy into, we're not really moving, things are not really shifting. So to know kind of like where to put your energy, how to use that energy, what works, for real what works, and what will help open the doors to Shafa for you in your life.
0: Wow. I I love that answer and I love the visual of moving onto another lane on the highway. Like it's I I could see. I could see the way you explained it. That's beautiful.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Really you know I want to say just one last point here is that um, I was at Keva Rachel a few days ago on Tuba'av, and you know, Keva I'm sorry, Tuba'av is com- compared to Yom Kippur, where those are the two days of the year, and it felt like Yom Kippur in, in Keva It literally felt, I felt like I was in Ni'ilah by, by Yom Kippur. And, when, and I looked around, and I saw all these women that were praying and crying, and I heard the men on the other side blowing the shofar, and men were crying, and it was like a really moving um, experience. I realized that these people—they really know. They come on buses, and they—they d- they really kill themselves to get there because they know the language of the spiritual world, and they know how to access them. And it's incredible when you know these things and what to do about them, and then all you—you you immediately feel the shift. You immediately feel a change inside of yourself. Just walking out of Kibbutz after having that experience, I felt so different. I mm. felt like I. Um, Cleansed, I detoxed my soul. (laughs) It was a new feeling. So amazing, amazing. Devara, I have a question
0: that I don't think I ever asked you. I've only recently have started asking my guests, but I know that you coming from such a wealth of experience and learning, you're going to have something very nice for us. So I'm going to give it to you. Okay. All right. And that is, what does it mean to you to have a joyful, richer Jewish life? What did those words um, convey to you?
2: Wow. Wow! Yeah, you give me the chills. Okay. Um, okay. So basically, um, I just had this like aha moment earlier tonight where like something was really sitting on me, weighing on me, and I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. Um, and this is very new to me. I'm taking this life coaching course right now in Tel Aviv, and it's really intense. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things are coming out there for me. And one of the things I learned recently, and I want to share this with with, uh, with the ladies listening, with people listening, is that um, when you're feeling uneasy in yourself, when you're mm-hmm. feeling angry, when you're feeling things that are coming up for you, um, you got to know that there's a, there's an emotion underneath that that needs your attention, and that you need to give the emotion space. You need to say, okay, what is the feeling? What are you feeling? What are you feeling really? What are you really feeling? And give it as many adjectives as you can to describe what the feeling is. And if you can't get to the feeling and it feels like it's stuck somewhere and it just feels like it's like stuck in your throat or stuck in your gut and you just don't feel happy and you're, ugh, and you just feel like either running to one of your addictions, shopping, watching, whatever, anything that you're eating. Escape- eating. Computer, yeah. Exactly. Uh, anything that you want to escape to. Um, And just just stop and just give it a just give it a stage. And if you can't find it, then you just turn to God and you say Hashem and things will come out. Things will come out from your mouth. You'll see. And it's really, really, really important to release it. So I just did that before the show. I had a thing. I don't know what it was. It was sitting in my gut, and I just didn't know what to do. And I couldn't focus on, on getting on the phone with you. And like, I really wanted to be here. I wanted to be here for the show and I wanted to be here for myself. So I was there for myself. And then the most incredible thing came up for me. And this is, uh, what I, this is the answer to your question for me. Um, is that I don't, I, I don't want to be in a place in my life where I'm living a half truth. I want to Live in the time that I have now in this world, and, I, and I'll tell you why it's like sensitive to me right now a little bit. Is that about a few weeks ago my father um, got sick, and I spent I've been spending a lot, a lot of time in the hospital, sadly, mm-hmm. and seeing, seeing a lot of very sick people around, and people that are just you know like they're like holding on to life for like for dear life, mm-hmm. you know they're like really, and all of a sudden I got this with incredible awareness, like life. We're like in an hourglass here, exactly. you know, and, and for me, 36 years ago, that turned it over and the sand has been running and I have, you know, I have, uh, like, we, we don't, life is not endless and I came to this realization that, like, I don't want to cut corners in my life. I want to, like, like be alive. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have, like, I don't want to have, like, I don't want to feel like, oh, what do I do with this time? and we just kill time and, like, be on Facebook for endless hours and, like, I want to like use my life and use my time and beyond that, like I want to be excited about it. And so we're working on that. Now, now we're, we're now we're mulling over that. <laughs> how to make that happen <laughs> very very
0: cool yeah having I like that because it reminds me of you know the Jewish concept of really being in the moment right like <sighs> this is where you need to be stop thinking about the past stop worrying about the future just be in the moment and say this point in time it's not for me to waste what is it that God wants me to do right now
2: oh my gosh you're the second person that's telling me this today oh maybe it's a sign <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, I got it, got it, I got it.
0: You got it, Hashem. Hashem made it clear. Okay, fine. (laughs) Listeners, just so you know, I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes, but apparently, (laughs) just a message has been communicated from above. (laughs) That's also part of hello. That's also part of the trick, at least for where I'm coming from. You know, to living a joyful, richer life is understanding that Hashem is always. Talking to us. He is completely involved, directly involved in our lives. So, here, there you go. There was divine providence in my words for you. Oh my gosh, live, right here, live, in the flesh. Live. Um, All right, Tavara. Okay. <laughs> before we wrap it up, I thought it would be nice um, since it's been a while since you were here, and since you've had an aliyah, you've moved to Eretz Israel, and so much has happened. I'm going to actually give you the JLP fill in the blanks again because I'm sure you don't remember what you said last time. Um, I actually. Do because I went and I took a peek. <laughs> <That's not fair. laughs> so let's do them again just to see what comes up. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm Divora Siso and I feel most spiritual when
2: Ooh, I feel most spiritual when I am. It's going to sound so cliche. When I am in Kibbutz Rachel. Oh, you like Kibbutz Rachel? Nice. <laughs> I, I something happened this year. I came here and I was never into Kibbutz Rachel. I went there twice in the whole all the ten years that I lived in Israel. And then this year. A few friends picked me up and they said, We're going to Cavarachal and I said, Okay. And I got there and I found love. And ever since then I've been going a few times a month and I've been <gasps> dragging people with me. Wow. And yeah, every time I'm there it's like it's like I, I, it's like you go home to have a like to have a sit down with your mom. Like it literally feels like that. Like you're your mother. You're like she's like you feel like you're going you're going to speak to mom. Hmm. Unbelievable!
0: I like that. Okay, so maybe when I'm back in Eretz Israel, we'll go together. How does that sound? It sounds amazing. Okay. Let's, go, let's do okay. it. Okay. My favorite mitzvah um, or one that I'm, you know, particularly connected to is? favorite mitzvah. My
2: favorite mitzvah is
0: Shabbos. Mm, you know, you said that the first time. <laughs> so that's good. I did? <laughs> I did. did. Okay. You okay. did. Um, when I give tzedakah, I like
2: to give two. Like I, like to to, I like to give to our families that I know that are needing and mm-hmm. uh, that are in Torah, like the Halacha says.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My fondest, sweetest Jewish memory is... You do this to everyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, 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 okay. Not a, it's not a form of Chinese torture as my coronation ah. to all my princesses. <laughs>
2: Uh, funny. Um, my favorite. I think that it's, um, it's hard to say because I have a lot of them. Um, but uh, definitely arriving at the hotel when I came back to the shop.
0: Oh, that's sweet. This time when you guys got there, right? Yes. Yes, very was, uh, yeah, very special very very special something i wish i had learned about judaism growing up is
2: wish i learned about judaism growing
0: up um
2: i think it would probably be kosher i mm-hmm. wish i would have learned about
0: that yeah funny because now you're in this body detox so definitely there's something here with the food
2: interesting interesting yeah. oh I'm gonna look into that
0: yeah yeah because um you know, not not everybody says particularly kosher. A lot of people say, you know, I wish I'd learned more about the spirituality, or I wish I'd learned that. You know, I had a guest one time who said something really cute that God gave you a free pass once a week Shabbos. That was cute, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But kosher is interesting that you brought it up. is such an essential mitzvah, and a beautiful mitzvah, and it has to do with something that you're very passionate about, which is taking care of your body and your soul. It's like the the diet for body and
2: soul. Exactly. You know what I want to tell you? When I was little, little. I remember eating, like, pork and different things, and, um, and you know, I did tshuva, and I went, like, strictly kosher, and I did al-chavistral, and, like, all these things, and, but, but I still, like, every time I think back to when I was, like, this, like, little pure shama eating that, I just, I don't know, I feel like, oh, come on, hmm. I don't know, it does something to me, it hurts me somewhere, so... Yes yeah
0: yeah finally I'm Devorah Siso and today I'm most grateful for ah oh,
2: for living in this land the land of Israel for making my dream come true
0: wow Devorah so when listeners go to jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash Breakthrough Body, they will get to sign up with a special 10% discount. Yes.
2: And you'll have it there. It's only it's special for the Elza followers. You'll see it there you have it's either $189 per person. Or if you want to join with a friend, it's 220. Oh,
0: that's great. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. 10% off too. That's great. So head over to com forward slash breakthrough body to sign up and get your 10% discount. I love the idea of joining with a friend and and uh, it ends up being more economical and you're both working together. So there's like accountability between
2: the both of you, you and your friend. I love that. Exactly. That's that's, great excellent and when do they start the course they start the course september 8th god willing we're starting it really uh about a month before rosh hashanah a little less than a month before rosh hashanah we're going to go into the chagim so it's a, it's a kufa of a lot of eating a lot of uh a lot of meals mm-hmm. and i think that it's an incredible incredible time to really be able to cleanse and prepare our body for what's coming very nice so ladies september 8th don't wait till the last minutes
0: i think there's a little bit of shopping and preparing that you have to do so jewish latin sayscom com forward slash breakthrough body to claim your ten percent discount. Join by yourself or join with a friend, and to get to Rosh Hashanah in an amazing physical and mental state.
2: Exactly, exactly. A lot of shame.
0: Amazing, Deborah, I wish you so much success, and oh, just thanks. just thank stay you. put there and wait for me. I'm coming. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know when. I don't know when. But thank <laughs> you, thank you for stopping by the show.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was so, so nice talking to you.
0: Thanks, Devora, for stopping by. You can find Devora at Devorah underscore CISO on Instagram. Sign up for Breakthrough Body with the special Jewish Latin Princess discount of 10% off by heading to jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash breakthrough body. Remember, the course starts September 8th so that you can do this as you're getting ready for Rosh Hashanah, the new year. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week. And if you have kids and they're starting school like mine are, well, much success with the transition into the new school year. Coming up. A recap of my experience at the National Jewish Retreat, Ask Yael and more. Stay tuned and have a wonderful week.
1: Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating, and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love.